With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, um, this is Blue Raven here with my targeted individual open discussion. Um, I've actually just started this, so tonight I'm going to go a little bit more into the background of why I believe I'm being targeted, um, as well as discuss um, basically the type of targeting that I'm experiencing and what it entails, in addition to the type of targeting other people are experiencing and what it entails. Um, So to go into my background a little bit, um, right now, as far as character assassination is concerned, I have been pretty much pegged as a harlot. And part of that is because um, I have a shapely figure and I developed early in high school. I know a lot of women can probably relate to that. You get a lot of unwanted attention. Uh, You get a lot of people treating you differently. One day, you know what I mean, you're a kid. The next day, you're a woman. And you've got, you know, grown men treating you very differently and how he used to being treated, and it comes as kind of a shock. So I'm in my early 30s right now. Um, so obviously I've been used to this, and this has happened a lot of my life. I've had people try to cheat on their significant others with me. I've had people try to do all kinds of things to sabotage uh, my life and make it look like I went after them when I didn't. Um, So in continuing with that tradition, the people who are targeting me, um, when I believe this began was 2007. I had just gotten out of a relationship, and I was in a situation where I was moving moving into a uh, a rent-controlled apartment at that point because the guy that I had been seeing previously did not want to cohabitate, uh, and I didn't have a roommate. My roommates had already left, and I had a hard time replacing them because it's difficult to find trustworthy people anywhere. Um, And so with that, I ended up moving into a rent-controlled apartment. After that happened, um, I happened to be looking up information about the building I was living in uh, on a website. And I saw that somebody had posted a comment on it that said, I can't believe that they are renting this out to an effing female, okay, for $179 a month. Now, at that point, my rent was not $179 a month. It was, I, be, I want to say it was significantly more than that. I'm not going to get into how much it was because it's not anybody's business. Um, however, um, so I see this comment on this website, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of strange. You know, they're obviously talking about me. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person that doesn't have children that's living in a subsidized unit in this apartment building. And I had had problems with not only the maintenance, um, 
but later on I had problems with some of the people that were inspectors too, but the maintenance had kept coming into my apartment unannounced. And so I decided to write a letter and as well as call on his cell phone, the regional manager of all the apartment buildings around here, um, or all, like he manages quite a few buildings around here, I believe, for housing and urban development, but I'd have to check on that. Um, and after that happened, um, I was in college at the time. I'm at school one day, and they tell me they have to enter my apartment building. It's an emergency. I left the window open. There's a storm. My apartment could flood. I've never had a problem with my apartment flooding. They knew I wasn't going to be home for hours. So what can I do? I'm in the middle of class. I'm like, sure, you can go in my apartment. I guess I can't tell you no now. You have called me and notified me and now told me that it's an emergency, even though I don't agree with you. And now I, I see this is going to be a tug-of-war game, you know, between my apartment building and I. Um, so same year, 2007. Um, someone sends me a request, I believe that we were on MySpace at the time, and it turns out, I believe, that this person who sent me a request and set it up for us to meet, um, I believe that they may be related to the people in my apartment building that are gang-stalking me. Um, so, where was I? I'm sorry. 2007. So, I, I began talking to this guy. We uh, begin exchanging sexual pictures, having conversation of a sexual nature, right? And so basically they had me send these pictures to find out whether or not my breasts were real because I guess there were rumors going around that I had had my, uh, you know, a boob job. Um, I would, you know, I'm not the type, the, the type of person, the kind of person that would get a boob job without first meeting it for some reason, like breast cancer, a tumor. You know, something. Um, and I've actually had a tumor in my breast before, but that was a long time ago when it ended up being non-cancerous, which now makes me wonder, and I'm sure a lot of people that are targeted, it's so hard to figure out exactly when you were targeted because this could be something that was ongoing since childhood, and, and really how can you prove that if if that is the case? You know, is there any way really you know, to prove it could be a doctor. There's so many people that are involved, and I know I went over this in the last discussion. Um, doctors, lawyers, maintenance people, people that work at the grocery store, anybody, you know, can be can be involved. And in, uh, my personal belief, I know a lot of people believe that, that this is about a spirit, like, you know, that the, re, the things that are happening in the world at large is part of a greater spiritual war. While I do believe that, I do I also believe that as far as like physical reasons and psychology goes, that if you look at society, a lot of it is net, like now breeds very self-centered behavior and narcissism. That's what they're advertising to people as what's healthy because that's what what sells things. You know, this is what keeps the money mill going. It's I need to have that. You don't need it but you feel like you need to have it, <laughs> you know, you want to treat yourself because, hey, who cares, you know? It's like I deserve to spend money. It's like that's understandable, but at the same time, um, there's a lot of money being created out of thin air in America. And so the problem with that is that eventually all of it won't be worth anything. <laughs> um, if people spend too much or too little money, and so that's why 
another part of this on a, on a larger level has to do with the fact that we're probably going to at some point have to restructure our monetary system because the, the dollar seems to be in steady decline for a while. And I don't think selling antidepressants and painkillers is going to fix that. Neither do I think population control will fix it either. I really don't. Um, but so to get back to what I was saying about the person online. So they had me meet them at a fast food restaurant that one of my relatives was working at. We'll keep it vague this time. and won't get too into details because I know that the perks are probably listening right now. Um, and so they had me walk the next city over to meet them, this guy that I met online, um, at a fast food place that one of my relatives was working. I didn't go inside. I waited at a park that was nearby, and no one ever came. There was like a sketchy old guy there for a minute, and he left, and he could have been he could have been the perp or he could have been related to, you know what I'm saying? But nobody showed up. And by this point, I had had clues and hints with the person who said that they were online wasn't who they said they were, but I still wanted to see who would show up. Um, no one did. I cut ties with them. And then soon after that, the people that moved in downstairs, and this was after the police had showed up, had shown up at my apartment door several times, which was strange because it was after I had filed a police report on one of the maintenance men that they started showing up at my door. Um, I will say as well that I'm an advocate for marijuana, so that doesn't put me, you know, on a good level with the cops um, or the police at all, (laughs) really, because some of them are for it, some of them are against it. Some of them are corrupt and they're on drugs themselves. And so when that happens, it's basically like what I've noticed is, and what I've noticed about social media is it encourages people to make snap judgments and categorize people. And, I mean, I feel like if you look at porn, porn's a huge problem in society too because it's basically giving, giving men this completely unrealistic vision of what it's like to have a sexual encounter with a woman. And it's giving, it's giving young women the same thing. You know, and so people that don't have any guidance except for porn for guidance are going to look at that and and try to mirror that in their own lives. And it's completely not realistic, nor do I think it's it's a fulfilling way to live. Um, You know what I mean? Just so focused on sex. And so some of these people that are gang stalkers are also sex addicts. And so they, you know, no matter what age they are, a lot of mine are older than me, and they're upset because I've lost weight. I began to eat an organic diet. I began to basically wake up. I began reading about MK Ultra. All of the harassment in my life got way worse at this point. Most of the harassment that I'm dealing with has to do uh, with sexual harassment, and it has to do with the fact that they're trying to sexually stimulate me. They're trying to cause... Um, forced muscle spasm, forced orgasm, muscle cramping, headaches, nausea. I'm like, the list is endless, as I'm sure people know when you're a target, that, you know, they mess with your bodily organs. They've told me that they believe that I should get cervical cancer, okay? Um, So they've been focused on that. Um, Another thing, too, that I wanted to bring up is – All right, so let me get back to, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place as far as topic goes. Back to the person who was online. So they went by the screen name of 2K Fal, T-E-W-K-F-A-L, I believe, and they said that they were in Tewksbury, 
using their aunt's email account. So I still have every email sent back and forth between me and this so-called person. Um, what else leads me to believe that, that my apartment building is involved, besides the maintenance walking in and the police showing up at my door, was is um, one, one of the times the police came, they asked me if I knew who my neighbors were. I said, no, I don't know who my neighbors are. They asked me if I had heard any suspicious noise coming from the apartment next door downstairs. I said, no. You know, he's like, you just haven't heard any, any loud noises coming from any of the apartments? I'm like, no. And I think at that point he was trying to figure out what, how, like how aware I was of who was around me. So I knew who my old neighbor was downstairs because he would give me rides to work every once in a while. So a new, new people moved in downstairs, and after they had moved in, that was when my life started getting really strange. So not only were they still trying to walk into my apartment, but these people downstairs, I started hearing them louder than I should, which I later then discovered was V2K. Um, I, I, cause it took me a long time to believe that V2K exists. It's like, who's going to exist that something's getting beamed into your head via frequencies? Um, but if you watch enough videos online about science, sympathetic vibration, ultrasonic weapons, you'll discover that they've actually, that V2K has been around for a very long time, just about just as long as, as any ultrasonic and sound weapons and that it is, in fact, very real. So these people are after me as sex traffickers, okay? They may or may not have something to do with a girl that I hung out with in my past as well. Uh, from what I understand, these people have sexual abuse in their past, and they're very abusive currently. So they are very narcissistic. They're sexually abusive. They're most likely porn addicts if I had to put together, like, a psychological profile of them. Um, they're angry that they're getting older. And I believe I was touching on it earlier a little bit about why I think that these people, besides the spiritual war, why I think that these people are heartless and why they don't have the ability to, to empathize anymore. And I think a lot of it has to do with drugs. They either took too much coke, meth, heroin, you know, even MDMA, it's just, but most likely around here, it's probably coke or heroin, because what happens is coke and heroin, even alcohol too, if you're, if you're a heavy alcoholic, it shuts down the portions of your brain which allow you to be empathetic, and it, it, it messes with those hormones specifically. Now, people, when you come in contact with people, you're going to come in contact with pheromones. Right, so and that's where you get like a chain reaction of if you're around somebody that's happy, you're gonna want to be happy and hang around them. If you're sad, misery loves company, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right. So my theory is that these people actually lack the ability to make their own, you know, dopamine, serotonin anymore. And so being around somebody that has that abil ability naturally, because they're in good shape, because they eat a more organic diet, right? It's going to to make them, that's the only way really that they can feel things is through other people. That's why they're voyeuristic is because they've, they've done so many drugs, you know, or perhaps they were born that way with some kind of strange chemical imbalance that they cannot feel empathy towards other people, that they're sociopathic. Um, 
you know, and they're psychopathic, that they only use people. They don't understand how to have true human relationships. And again, like I said, social media, to an extent, it breeds that to an extent because it's just, what is it? It's you're putting up pictures of yourself every day. You're telling people, here's where I'm going out to eat. Here's where I'm going tomorrow. Here's what I'm interested in, what music I listen to. Here's how I dress. Here's my list of friends, right? And it's basically just inviting people into your life that these people, you have no idea who they are. They could be serial killers. They could be child rapists, right? It's like, and you're basically just putting it all out there on social media saying, hey, here's here's me, <laughs> you know, which there's, there, that can be, it can be great and it can be therapeutic and at the same time it can be very dangerous if, <laughs> Anything that falls into the wrong hands can be can be dangerous, right? So it's just like as a, as a person in the world, you have to keep that in mind. And I'm not saying I'm not saying be negative all the time. I'm not saying that. Nor am I saying be rude to every person that you encounter and think that they're out to get you. It's just be aware. Use your pheromones. Use your sense. Use you know. See what their body language is. See how often do you see them around? You know, this is how you figure out who your perps are. I literally have a list of mine. I ran into a couple of them down at the local Walgreens just before this call started, and they started heavily targeting me, which is part of the reason why I started late. I had to make it a point to get in a workout today um, because that's something that I do for myself every day to make sure that I'm not, you know, giving these people so much power that they're having control over my health because ultimately these people will try to give you cancer. They'll try to give you any any type of, and I've come down with, you know, some minor, some minor um, health issues and it's because I take care of myself so well. I've actually, I've developed a nerve disorder. Part of it was gang stalking and me not being aware of it or knowing about it. And basically these people have told me that they don't want me to succeed at all. They want to make sure that I don't open my own store. I've been, this is somebody, like I said, I've been, I'm a very responsible person. I've been working since the age of 14. And this is like the past few years, first time in my life where I've gotten this long without a job, you know, like not by choice, you know, gone this, this long without a job because I got fired from my previous job, which that has rarely ever happened to me as well due to the electronic harassment. And if you don't know what it is, it's very easy to drive someone crazy because it mimics all of the symptoms of bipolar, all of the symptoms of schizophrenia, all of the symptoms of multiple personality disorder at times. It can take on, you know, it can appear to be nearly every mental disorder. Depression, if they're playing frequencies that make you tired frequently, you know, you get chronic fatigue, and then people are just like, oh, you're lazy. That's what it is. So you've got all these invisible ailments, and then people begin to think, oh, they're lazy. They just don't want to do anything. They're unmotivated. I, they look fine, you know, and that's people's attitude. You look fine. There's nothing wrong with you. And that's part of the reason why they're doing it. <laughs> um, these people are also people that cannot handle rejection. You know, these guys that are after me, uh, you know, and women too, their attitude is that, you know, I've dated some questionable people in my past, so I should be able to date one of them. You know, it's like I like I owe them sex. They've pretty much made this very clear. And I just want to get into, too, I mean, back into the history of, you know, this kind of stuff happening to to women 
and this kind of stuff happening in general and slavery, if you think of the word hysterectomy, the root word of hysterectomy is hysteria. Now, if you think about the Salem witch trials, you think about hysteria, I seriously wonder whether some of the girls who accuse people of witchcraft, because I am a practitioner myself, um, I'm wondering if they actually were sexually abused and they couldn't go after their abusers in public because, you know, people to this day still, they fear their lot for their lives. They fear that their reputation will be ruined, you know, and I really wonder if maybe some of what happened back then was actually sexual abuse. Then you get into the 60s and you see the, uh, the rise of Anton LaVey and the Church of Satan. Now, people know that back in the day there was a lot of um, a lot of hype around the Church of Satan. It was new. It was trendy. You could get a card and be a member of the Church of Satan, right? And it was it was so cool. Everybody hail Satan. Satan means freedom, right? And if you look at it and you look at, I believe his name is. I always get it confused. Pardon me a second. I always get confused as to whether his name is uh, Michael Aquino or Anthony Aquino because I believe he actually went by both names. Um, He worked for the CIA. He was heavily involved with the Church of Satan. Now, if you look at Sex Kitten Training, you look at Marilyn Monroe, you look at Jane Mansfield, you look at these beautiful women, right, who they've kind of got a, a, a formulaic style, you know, platinum blonde, red lipstick, um, they, they're very flirtatious, sexually open, right? So you have, like, this character appear on the scene, and then there's sex kitten training. And it's like these women were designed to be sex kittens for their whole entire lives up until their looks faded. And this is what they're trying to train me to think, is that you're only valued by your looks. You, you get ahead with your looks. And I'm finding out that some of the people that are, I'm sure you've heard of the 27 Club, people who are famous that die around age 27, they've discovered in recent years that your brain is not done fully developing until age 28. My first hospital visit, my first, um, what's the word I'm looking for, forced hospitalization um, against my will happened when I was 28. Now, that's when your brain's done developing. So the sex kitten training is either going to stick or it's not. If it's not sticking by the time you're 28 and you're in your late 20s, what they're going to do is they're going to send in reinforcements to make sure the training sticks, right? So it's like because that you've got to, you've got to catch them while they're still young. That's their attitude. You've got to get people when they're still young, they're impressionable, they're trying to find themselves, Right? They want to be young, free, crazy, and, like, just spontaneous. They want to be rebellious teens, right, all the way up until their late 20s pretty much because humans live longer now. So they want to be rebellious teenagers, right? And these are the people that they're going after, people that are free-spirited. And a lot of them are intelligent, too. These people are not, they're not idiots. But this technology is so highly advanced that what it does is it fools you into thinking that the voice inside your head is the voice of God, which is so dangerous, especially when it comes to school shootings. And like I said, I'm I'm just I'm grateful 
that I figured out this was happening to me because otherwise I was really beginning to lose it. And I could see why people would think that I was totally nuts. You know, I have symptoms of PTSD. They're going to be there for the rest of my life because I've been so used to people lying and treating me a certain way that I, I naturally suspect most people are liars. I'm usually right. You know, I'm very good at reading body language and I'm very intelligent. Um, however, you know, it's just, it's difficult, the entire situation for me to accept that there's people who hate women, who are trying to give women cancer, who are trying to make women get hysterectomies, who are, who are basically using Victorian era psychology to try to drive a woman insane, you know? And that's just my case. They do this to men, too. And their weapons can affect every organ in your system is on a different frequency. And it's hard for people to accept when it's not happening to them. But I'm telling you, this is, and this is an entirely new way of sex trafficking, too. I'm wondering now if the majority of women that are, are in the porn industry, are they in the porn industry because they want to or are, want to be? Or are they in the porn industry because they've been targeted from a young age? They knew what porn they watched on the computer because they have access to all of these things. It's extremely easy to hack into wireless technology, right? So they're paying attention to what kind of porn they're watching. They're paying attention to their sexual habits. They're paying attention to who they hang out with, what kind of person they are, who they think they could be groomed into being later on, right? Which And that's, that's so disturbing, and that's something that just occurred to me like pretty much last week or a couple of weeks ago, like, is the porn industry run by people that are just, that are good at sex trafficking? And it's, I hope not, but knowing everything I've experienced and how crazy it seemed before I figured out what it actually was, you know, I I don't think it's too, it's too crazy to think that. Um, There was a man who wrote a book, I believe it's called Confessions of a Financial Hitman, who is out of the Boston area, which is the area that I live in. And um, and so this guy, you know, he basically made it known a while ago that um, there are, in fact, financial hitmen who, you know, like let's say they want to take your building over, turn it into condos, they need to get everybody the hell out of there. They'll do whatever the heck they have to do, whatever they have to do, even if it means killing you. I was in a hit-and-run accident a while ago, and I believe that was within the 2007 to now time frame, where I was walking to work, I had my bike on one side, and I was in a crosswalk, and somebody hit me in the crosswalk, but they hit my bike. And, I mean, had my bike not been on that side, who the hell knows what would have happened. It was, a la- it was loud. No damage was done to my bike or the person's car. And stupid me at the time, this was before I realized I was a target, didn't take down the license plate or anything. Because I'm just like, okay, I'm fine. I go to work now. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Maybe it was a freak accident, you know. And, the, like, the more time goes on, the more you put things together, the more you realize some of the people that were around in the area at the time that things happened, they just happen to always be around, right? It's like maybe these things are not accidents. Now, I'm not saying everything bad that happens in your life is a result of gang stalking. That's insane. But I am saying that certain things that may, that seem innocent enough may not be. Just nothing is, is as it seems ever, really, if you think about it. You know? I mean, as far as you know, 
Like somebody that lives, you know, down your street that your neighbor could be a secret agent, you could have no idea. I mean, no one's going to tell me that the CIA, the FBI, and that a myriad of other organizations don't exist within the government and that there are not rogue agents in, the, in those in those um, organizations because there's rogue agents in every aspect of everything. You know, there's rogue agents working at Mickey D's. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's rogue agents at the library. There's rogue agents. They're everywhere. You know, people that just generally, they're nosy. They have nothing better to do. They want to know what everyone else is doing because they don't have the light inside of them to keep them sustained. And I don't care what God you believe in, whether you believe in just a higher power, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in pink elephants. I really don't care as long as you believe in human decency, right? And there's plenty of people that just plain don't. (laughs) Being a Satanist, and I'm talking about a specific type of Satanist, not a pagan, not somebody who worships Baphomet as an entity, not some people who worship the, the Christian devil, people who are satanic, okay? These, like, it's a great excuse to just be a terrible person. And I'm not saying that's every person involved in the satanic church either. Just like it's not every, like, just not like every Catholic priest is not a child rapist, you know? But that there are some very communistic and not at all free um, belief systems within the church of Satan, you know? And um, I just wish people could, could see that because if you look at society today, you look at everywhere, it's everyone's cheating, everyone's lying, everyone's self-obsessed, everyone's taking a selfie, everyone's telling everybody what they're doing, everyone wants points for getting out of bed in the morning, they want kudos for doing basic things, right? It's like, look, I got up today. It's like, you know, and they want to be rewarded for that. And, like, to some extent, it's like I understand that. To another extent, there's people that are taking this too far. People that, you know what I'm saying, their life is, I'm not saying that people don't all have their own prosper, but people who, their lives are not that difficult. They're just bored. They just have nothing better to do, and they want to get in everyone's business and mess stuff up because they don't have any talent. They don't have any reason for living. They have no faith in anything, you know, and they just want to see what they're capable of accomplishing as far as it comes to as far as it comes to controlling another person and having control over something because that's all they have. And really, at the end of the day, it's sad. Um, But so as far as sex kitten training and like I was saying, these people have made it clear to me that their goal is to make a snuff film out of my life, that they believe that I should die in some tragic and terrible way because they think I'm too attractive. It's like I couldn't make this up if I tried. It's literally insane, (laughs) you know, that they think I'm too attractive and that women that, that are curvaceous should sell their bodies and they should be involved in the porn industry or they should be prostitutes. And really it's unbelievable, though not so unbelievable when you think about the terrible things people have done throughout time and history. And the reason why I'm speaking out is because, as I've said before, during the Holocaust, everybody said, you know what, no big deal. The the Germans haven't invaded us yet. The Nazis aren't here yet. And then when they're there, it's just, it's too late by then. And 
there's a lot of people being targeted that are completely unaware that they're being targeted, and it's it's very disheartening because they like I understand the cognitive dissonance of not wanting to believe that that could happen to you, but if people don't accept the fact that these weapons are in existence, it will be even easier for the people who are perpetrating these crimes to get away with these crimes. You know, and this is why. Um, I thoroughly believe, too, that there are corrupt police involved because of some of the things they've written on my report. They're mocking my health problems, some of the things they've written on police reports. And then in addition to that, I was taken to court over money that I did not owe. I know I talked about that in my last episode. And, I mean, that was a clear sign right there of them saying. And the DEA officer from high school was at my court trial staring at me before the court trial started, basically trying to guilt trip me. And I'm not going to say I'm the most innocent person in the world, but I know some people with some problems is all I'm going to say. There's a lot of very bad drug problems going on around here, you know. And um, there's a lot of people dying from overdoses. And for somebody to come at me in that way, you know, (laughs) I, you know, I just got back from the hospital and, again, you know, and then I get taken to court over money that I don't owe. And it's like, that's a clear sign. We hate you. We want you to go away. You know, we want to, we want to erase you off the face of the planet. You don't deserve to live, basically. And, like, if you see the way that these people, like, I got, I almost got in a confrontation with the woman who lived downstairs. I won't get into it too much. But then I called the police, and they they denied um, that I had ever called. Like, they didn't file a report. I called back later. They tried to tell me that uh, they never denied filing the report, and I never called. Now, I have the phone record. I have the name of the officer I spoke to. You know, so there's a lot of gaslighting going on as well. And I'm a person who I've always been very independent. I'm alone a lot, and so I'm an easy target for them to go after. But the fact that they that these gang stalkers, they've got like, you know, 25, 50, I don't even know how many people after you, you know, it makes you wonder, like, how important am I as a person that you were wasting time, money, resources, you know, to, in order to, in essence, to try to get me to kill myself or to make a snuff film out of my life. You know, it's these people are very, very sick people. And the and the thing that worries me the most is the next generation of teenagers, you know, of young adults that are coming into the world now that, you know, what if they've been stalked their whole life and, and so they don't know what not being stalked feels like. Like I know what it feels like when I'm getting attacked, when they're trying to step uh, sexually stimulate me when they're trying to keep me up at night, when they're trying to make like keep my dopamine pumping and keep me in a panic state, when they're trying to induce hyperventilation. All these things, I've gotten to know what they feel like now. But what worries me is that if this has been going on since someone's childhood, how is there any way, really, of them to tell? What if they've been on medication their whole life? I was on medication for a lot of my life. Most of it totally unnecessary, I'm finding out now. And um, that's another way that, you know, they enforce. There's people that, you know, like Sucker Punch and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, if you haven't seen either one of those movies, do yourself a favor and go see those movies, that this is how they view women. Sucker Punch, 
um, it's a front for a mental hospital, and the women in there are getting drugged and used for prostitution. They're also getting lobotomized and sold. And then Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the plot of that is that this girl has lost her rights. They won't allow her to collect her money for disability, which is what they, they try to do to me, too. I ended up having to go on disability. I was denied for unemployment. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was denied for food stamps. They just started denying me for everything and saying that I did the paperwork wrong or whatever, and I had proof of all this stuff. I still do have proof in the form of paperwork, phone calls, phone records, everything, that I called and filed the appropriate paperwork at the appropriate times, and still these people gaslighted me, and, and they're, they're saying that, you know, this, that didn't happen. Um, I can honestly say that I'd never, I would have never thought <laughs> that I would be having to live off of assistance, being an almost almost able, like totally able-bodied person besides the the attacks from directed energy weapons that I'm dealing with, you know, that I go from working all the time since age 14 to, like, now not working. And, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm a busy person. I spend most of my day educating myself on things. And even if I'm getting electronically harassed, I read things on the Internet. I study herbalism, you know. It's just like I I do my artwork. There's a lot of things that I make sure that I get a workout in. I do self-massage. I make sure to really take care of myself in every other aspect. Um, And that is so important because people, they will, you know, try to get you to a place where your health is bad too. Then it's like you totally just give up and give in. And that's terrible. Um, oh, so back to, I'm sorry, the girl with the dragon tattoo. So they basically, they try to deny her her, her right to collect her um, disability money that she's on and said that she has a mental disorder. And the guy who is in charge of her money is raping her. And now once you get labeled, and I saw this in the hospital plenty of times, but once you get labeled with a mental disorder, you could be going through rape and have somebody tell you, no, that didn't happen. Because they're going to protect the hospital first. They're going to protect their job first. They're going to protect, they're going to cover their own ass first before they're going to actually speak up on anything. You know what I mean? They're going to take money over anything. That's most people's attitude, you know. Why, I'm not sure. You can't take it with you when you go. But And that's the other thing is, like, from just a, a standpoint of, like, just pure logic, like, if, if you really don't believe in any God at all and you think that this is the only life that we have, um, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, like what are they doing with it? Do they know even? I don't think so. Um, I just, it's so hard for me to believe. <laughs> my little kitty here. Um, it's so hard for me to believe that there are people that would, then it's been now so 2007 that's quite some time you know that's like what like 14 seven eight seven or eight years that this has been going on that i've been aware of it going on um that's a long time to spend on someone you know they've also made it very clear um because i'm part native american and i'm also african-american and they've made it very clear they do not like African Americans. They do not like Native Americans. They do not like the fact that I fancy dance in my apartment. They don't like the fact that I um, that I do native like that I practice Native American tradition. You know, 
so there's a racist element to this as well, where maybe I guess they're feeling they feel like they you know they've got to get rid of any leftover Native Americans and African Americans. And another thing is that they complain a lot, and and they yell that I'm too talented and that people are jealous of me, which. Like this number one, like I don't I don't think this I just want to make this clear, like I don't feel this way. I'm not a narcissistic, like crazy person who thinks that they're better than everyone, but I do recognize that I've come far in my life, you know. Like I'm proud to say too that um I do not have a drug habit and <laughs> there are a lot of people around here who have died, you know? And I'm just so fortunate that like my spirituality sustains me. I do believe in a higher power. And I know that um, the energy of the past is influencing my future. Um, obviously, there's a lot of slavery, oppression in my past. My other grandfather went through the Great Depression. So there's, I mean, my family's used to being between a rock and a hard place, like, um, as far as as my origins go. Um, and I do believe that past ancestry and past generations influence your DNA today. You know, I do strongly feel like that. They're figuring out more and more about DNA. And I feel like people do have the ability, though, to switch on and off certain coding in their DNA. And there are studies which claim this is true also in relation to what your habits are day to day. And so that's why I make it a point, you know, I made it a point to change my diet, to change, to make sure that I'm praying, meditating, or at least generally thinking about a higher power for a certain portion of my day, that, you know, I'm getting outside, I'm communing with nature, I'm taking time to just be grounded and be, um, you know, away from people and as much as I can away from the electronic press in order to, you know, to, to find a place in my mind that's that's safe. And, um, you know, it's it's hard to believe that, like I said, that any of this stuff would be happening, but MK Alter did happen, and it was not that long ago. Dr. Mengele, Jose Delgado, um, Michael or Anthony Aquino, whichever name he goes by, you know, these people, they, they're mad scientists. They just they want to see how far they can push humanity before they lose it. And I know I said in a previous episode, too, like, uh, you know, a lot of these school shooters were on medication. So obviously the medication did not work. The medication is there a lot of instances to help enforce the programming. Because when I was on medication, I was a lot more agreeable of a person. Like, I'd go along with things even though I didn't necessarily feel in my heart they were right. You know, not all the time. Like, I'm a very outspoken person. But I let my friends know I didn't agree with what they were doing, but it's like that doesn't mean I have to be present for it, you know. That doesn't mean I have to be there watching them destroy their lives. Like, I don't, (laughs) you know, and that's what I've realized. And so really, like, it really is important. And I know people usually don't realize this until they're older, which is why, like I said, they go after you when you're younger. So the people you have around you, you know, make sure that they are in the right frame of mind. Make sure that their goals match up and align with yours. Make sure that they have, if they don't have a spiritual base, if they have some kind of base of common decency. It's okay if they're an atheist, as long as they believe in, in human, human decency and they have empathy towards people. That's fine, you know? Make sure that the people that are around you have your best interest at heart. 
which is very difficult to do these days because there are so many that don't, and they don't have their best interest at heart either. But that doesn't mean that you should give up and, and not have yours. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that. I'm going to wrap this up soon because, this, like I said, I just started doing this, and I'm really just getting into the background of what my story is so that when, when I reach more people um, that I won't have to really be going over that again. Um, and to let people know that, like I said, this is a form of sex trafficking. This is slow torture and soft killing of people who won't go along with what other people have as their ideal of what you should be. And a lot of times it has to do with either sex work, drug dealing, you know, the darker, shade, the darker shades, the darker um, <laughs> you know, aspect of society, the gray and dark areas of the Internet. Um, and just be careful on the Internet. You know, there's so many girls posting pictures of themselves, telling people where they're going, just be careful, okay? Like, seriously, it doesn't matter how old you are either. There was an instance where there's, there's instances where there's elderly women getting murdered too, and men. Like I said, it does not matter, you know? Just make sure that, like, I always tell people follow their gut instinct first. I know that people don't believe that it's possible to be psychic. I think that personally psychic is just a higher level of awareness. That's all. It's, a, it's being tapped into your subconscious, being able to tap into your subconscious more easily than most and being able to pick up on energy both left over and present. Like I said, everything leaves something behind. Like, if you walk into a room, your skin cells are in that room now forever. They're in the dust in that room. They might be there 25 years later, you know, attesting to the fact that you were there. They're there. Your your pheromones are there. Your hormones are there. For a moment, your body as an electromagnetic field is there, right? And so it's just like there's there's no getting rid of energy. There's It only transforms. Everybody knows that to be a law of science. And so to think that there is an afterlife, to believe that there is an afterlife, it doesn't make you insane. And to believe that there's not one doesn't make you insane either, but to believe that energy has no influence on anything in your life, that, that is insane. And so these people know that it does, and this is how they can mimic via brainwaves the states that you experience, and they try and make you think that it's you. And that's why it's very important to be self-aware and be, and be able to realize what is what is and is not you. I know that yoga helped me a lot. I know um, that exercise helped me a lot because you get to feel what your normal body sensations are and then you can more clearly decipher whether the things you're feeling are actually your emotions or their electronic harassment. That is very important because, you know, sometimes they, they are, a lot of times they are, and sometimes they're not. Um, and so... Basically, what I'm saying is, like, stay aware. Um, it doesn't make you crazy to be, in my opinion, in this stage, I don't think it's crazy to be in a hyper-aware state. I think it's encouraged that we stay in a state of zombie-like, a zombie-like trance-like state because it's, it more easily keeps you consuming. But if you shut that off for a minute and you quiet your mind, you'll hear all kinds of things that you wouldn't otherwise when you're just clicking, you're on your cell phone, you're on the TV, you're 
you're over here, you're there, you're doing this, you're talking to these people, you're out to dinner, you're you're turning a four square, you're right. So you shut that down for a minute and take some time with yourself to start to really begin to figure out that things are not necessarily what they seem. Get rid of TV for a week and get rid of TV radio and everything for a week and just be in silence and I I guarantee you you'll figure out that there's some sketchy people around that maybe you didn't notice before. You know, it's this is becoming a very widespread problem. And there are people who would like to live their life like the Matrix. They'd like to be giant babies that don't have to take responsibility for any of the actions that they make that just live on impulse. But I think that humans can aspire to something greater through discipline. I honestly believe that, you know, and I believe that people should be able to have control over their consciousness, their consciousness, and that they should be able to have control over it. I've always felt that way. Even if what they believe is not the norm, as long as they're not going to hurt somebody, I don't think there's a problem with that. And I mean, hurting people is encouraged in our society. It's even looked up to a lot of times, you know. Just for meaningless, like for not any reason either. Not because you're fighting for something, not because you're defending yourself, just because you have to be a badass. And wow, look at all the, the people that guy took out. It's just like it's not funny, though, when it's your family. You know, it's always funny when it's happening to somebody else or it's somebody else. And then when it's you, how do you expect anybody to actually respond appropriately to you when you've been a jerk your whole life? And it's like so many people are in that situation. And so they're like, well, I can't beat them, join them, you know? And it's just like, I can't, I've never been someone who's been a conformist and who's just going to conform to the status quo because if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't fucking make sense. It doesn't matter if a bunch of people are doing it or not. <laughs> you know, it's like if all the Nazis are killing the Germans and it makes no damn sense, it's like, oh yeah, let's just join in so we don't get murdered though. I'm going to die someday anyway, so I'm going to die being true to myself. I'm not going to die and have my heart weighed on a scale or have have to face any kind of judgment from any higher power, or even in the cycle of energy, demote my energy to a lower being, a lower vibration of being, because some other people that are already down low want me to stoop to their level. <laughs> it's like, that's never happening for me. And as somebody who's very spiritual and very sensitive, I can tell you that I do feel like there is a shift in the world, and I do feel like this is a spiritual war that's also one of intellect. It's also a war where they want to keep people on a certain level of thinking, a certain level of performance, a certain level of existence, so they can exalt themselves with the technology that they have not even created, and nor are they capable of creating, but that they know how to operate. So they can use technology to exalt themselves. And I I honestly personally don't think that's what technology should be used for. And I said, and I wrote this on Facebook the other day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up soon. But I just, common misinterpretations of the Bible. And I'm not like a Bible thumper. I'm not an anything thumper. Like, as, as this goes on more and more, you'll start to realize that I kind of, I, I find truth in a lot of different types of religions, but I don't necessarily believe in religion. I believe more in spirituality. Um, but so be fruitful and multiply. I don't necessarily believe that means having children. I believe that means taking care of the planet. Like, let's say you chop a tree down, plant two more trees. Be fruitful and multiply the abundance of the earth with your hands. Don't use machines to just destroy everything and then try and catch up and play catch up and fix it later. You know? 
it's just like we have the technology to have clean energy in every aspect, but it's a couple of selfish people at the top that are allowing this to happen, you know, and they're sending in reinforcements and it's trickling down. It's like a giant pyramid scheme. All right. And if you know what a pyramid scheme is, eventually it's pretty much a pyramid upside down and it's going to topple over if it has no foundation. And that's where our country is right now. And it saddens me to say that as an American citizen, that I am in this situation in my own country where I feel like a stranger in my own country sometimes, you know, which doesn't mean I'm going to give up. It doesn't mean I'm going to become violent and it doesn't mean I'm going to let these people win either. It just means that I think that our country and people in general need a lot of work and they need to really sit down and take some time with themselves and ask themselves whether or not they're living their life in a way that's conducive not only to their happiness but the happiness of others around them. And I think that most people will find that they're on the wrong wavelength in terms of where of where and how they're living their lives and their mindset. And that there are people trying to control that because they know if they can control your base set like your set, your mindset, and have that at a set, steady baseline that doesn't go too high or too low above said baseline, that they can control everything that happens within that baseline, right? Let's say that life is music. You're a C-note. They don't want you going off of the range of normal notes. They live there. (laughs) You understand? You live in the C note. You can only stay on C. They want to be operating all the other, and like I said, it's very conducive to what I'm talking about with tuning forks, electronic frequencies, and the way in which your body works because they're using your brain like a tuning fork. They're using radio frequencies as a tuning fork for your brain, and through sympathetic vibration, your brain will regulate to whatever waves that they're beaming at you. And I know this makes me sound like a tinfoil head, and I don't care because it's the truth. Wireless works in the same fashion. There's nothing crazy about wireless and a dish, is there? No, there's not. Your head's a dish, and they're trying to fill it with bullshit. <laughs> All right? Don't let your bowl be filled with bullshit. Empty that shit out every day. You know what I mean? Like, empty out the bullshit out of your soul and out of your existence that these people are trying to plant as a seed of inception inside of your brain. Get that shit out every day because they're bombarding us with it. Not only and all the advertisements we see and the shitty food that they sell us, you know what I mean? And we've all fallen victim, you know, to like to, to doing things that aren't in our best interest because we thought they were fucking cool at the time. I don't know a single person that hasn't. That does not mean that you don't strive to educate yourself and make yourself a better person every day. Because ultimately, if everyone did that, this entire country would lift itself up and it wouldn't need to be pushed up. It wouldn't need to be held up. It wouldn't need to be supported up with freaking assistance and with people that, you know, with corporations getting handouts because the corporations are failing because maybe it's time for them to fucking fail now. Maybe it's time for them to go. Maybe it's time for the oil companies to let the solar power and other clean energy companies flourish. And if they don't want to hop on that bandwagon, they should move the hell out of the way and let them flourish because it's their time. But they don't want to. They want to hold on to that money with their cold, dead hands, you know, so the next generation of people can exploit it even though it makes no scientific sense 
And it's a general consensus among the scientific community that we need to change the way in which we consume our energy or else it's going to catch up to us. Trees make air. I know people forget that sometimes. But we are dependent on nature to a point. Trees make air. You can't grow cows for cheeseburgers, which I don't eat cows anymore. I now only eat white meat, but I'm not going to sit here and be judgmental at it. It just disturbs me what they've done to the, to the meat, especially to cows. You know, it's mad cow disease and all of that. Like, ridiculous, totally ridiculous and unnecessary. They literally will feed things trash. if They'll feed living entities trash if they can get away with it. You know, it's it's just, it's disgusting. It's unnecessary. It scientifically makes no sense. <laughs> you know, neither does this gang-stalking effort, and I believe it's all linked together. All of it's linked together. You know, this is crunch time for humanity. This is a time where we're, like, going to figure out, okay, are we going to go forward with the same dirty air, and eventually we're going to ruin the trees, we're going to ruin everything, and we're going to have to dig ourselves out, and it's going to be... Basically, machines on machines on machines on machines, fixing machines, fixing machines. (laughs) Or are we going to take our human hands, take our human strength, take the power of the human soul and the human brain, use that and come up with some better ideas as to how we can take care of pollution, how we can deal with all the chemicals that we put in the environment that are possibly interfering with our functioning on a daily basis, you know? Or are we just going to become overrun and just deal with everything last minute like we have been? I don't think it's been working too well. (laughs) You know, I don't think that nearly this many people would be this miserable and unhappy if they were given the tools to live. You know, I watched a video the other day that said that most people can't do basic things like fry an egg, like fill out paperwork. And here I am without a job capable of doing most of these things, excelling at most of these things. And I'm a very intelligent person, you know. And I feel like my goal now, my full-time job, is to work on counter technology and educating myself on how we can deal with this problem in a manner that's nonviolent and in a manner that scientifically makes sense that's beneficial for people of all beliefs, that gives everybody the freedom of choice. Because there are some religions that they parade like they're their freedom of choice, and they're not. They're communistic. They don't believe in individuality. They believe in master and slave relationships, which is fine if you're playing around in the bedroom for like one night, but it's not fine when it's your everyday life, you know? It's nobody wants to be in a master-slave relationship, not with their boss, not with anybody. You know, it's totally not necessary. We're all capable, we're all adults capable of making our own decisions. And the wonderful thing about the Internet is you can change your entire life with all the information on it. The Akashic Records, basically the records of everything that's ever happened are on the Internet. If you live in America, you have an unfiltered Internet. You have no excuse not to better yourself, and you have no excuse to not take the time every day to do at least one thing for yourself to make yourself a better person, not to just experience pleasure, but to experience discipline that you place upon yourself. Even if it's like 10 minutes of meditation, and I know I was listening to another show earlier, and the guy was talking about martial arts. Martial arts are great. Something 
that's discipline, prayer, you know, reading, anything. Give yourself 10 minutes. Learn how to make pancakes if you've never done that, you know. It's just anything. Take the time to learn something new. And I think that you'll find that, like, that's what life is really all about. It's not about master-slave relationships and keeping people down. It's about using your sentience to experience joy. And part of that joy can be experienced through discipline. Now, you should be able to discipline yourself. We don't need robot overlords and we don't need sex traffickers and we don't need hate mongers and pedophiles and, and, and porn and porn peddlers, like smut peddlers running our country. I think that if people figure out how to run, govern themselves better, everything else will fall into place. I believe most people keep themselves on a certain level of functioning because it makes them have, it means that they have less responsibility on that level of functioning. Because once you start to delve into those other notes like I was talking about, the notes where the the, the overseers are handling people, right? That's when your life starts to get difficult. But you know what I realized is that's when my life started to really be worth something to me. Is when I realized that I was here for a reason greater than myself. You know? Because, yeah, you can be here for you and you can have a great time. But honestly, like, the world and the universe is vast. And I know that I'm here for for something better, like that I'm here for something greater than just myself. And I feel honored to be here for that. And so I'm hoping that in the future, like I said, I've learned so much about directed energy weapons, frequency, electromagnetics, um, microwave weapons, ultrasonic weapons, extremely low frequency weapons. And I feel like I have enough knowledge to where if I was working with a couple of other people, we got a think tank together, that there's no reason why we can't make shielding for this technology. And if we can make shielding and we can figure out a way to, in essence, ping where it's coming from and ping the satellite that it's coming from and then, like, like cool, you know, like the Internet works, you ping up and pings back and figure out where that's coming from and decode their frequencies, which is... you know, um, unencrypt them. I I don't think it's entirely impossible. I know it's not, in fact. It's just things will take time. You know, and even if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, I can say that at least I contributed to that. You know, like I said, these people made it very clear that their goal for me is for me to die in a snuff film or for them to turn me into a prostitute, which is so sad and depraved. I'm a very intelligent person with much more than just a body. And um, a lot of women are, you know. And it's sad that, you know, they try to put people in a box, not just women too, men too. You know, they tell men, don't have relationships, go cheat on your girlfriend, you'll be happier that way. Not all men are going to be happier with that. Some men, after they get older and wake up, are going to realize that they were slighted and maybe they let somebody good go because they were too busy fucking around. You know what I mean? to pay attention to what was in front of them. All I'm saying is, like, be true to yourself. If there's anything I've learned through this experience and I'm still learning, it's be true to yourself no matter how hard people make it for you because people are always going to be there to make your life hard. 
There's always going to be people that are watchers, but there will always be a guardian angel there too. Whether you're atheist or not doesn't matter. Just good and bad people, light and dark. There's going to be somebody way on the dark side, and there's going to be somebody on the side of the light wherever you go. Find the light. Stay in the light. (laughs) All right? That's all I pretty much have to say for now. Um, I'm hoping that I find other people that are going through this. I know there's other women going through this. I know some of them, like I said, may not be aware of it. Medication doesn't always help in terms of being aware of these things either. But I can understand why a lot of people are on it. Um, So I just wish everybody the best. Um, If, you know, please feel free to contact me on here. Um, I'm going to leave my email. Hopefully I'll have people calling in on the next show. I hope I'm going to keep doing this until I do. Um, But I wish everyone love and light and um, just try to make tomorrow a better day than today. That's really all you can do. And don't, don't let people steal the essence of who you are, no matter how much they bother you. That's really important. Um, So until next time, namaste.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.